0: hello
1: hello, hello. <clears throat> thank you ladies and gentlemen episode 20 most valuable dad with your host chad Coble and your co-host you always pretty but never punctual Nate
0: <laughs> well i was 100 percent ready but uh you know it was a process with uh, the kids going to bed if you know what i mean
1: yeah, you put them down and they fall asleep. That's how yeah, it goes. No, it's no. fucking not that. Run. Simple. Oh, it's simple. Say hey, listen, we got a podcast to run. I don't give a shit how old you are. How, how old? What? So we got a podcast to run. I don't care how old you are. All right. Anywho, moving forward, a lot of good things going on today. Are you good? Are you situated? Yeah,
0: I'm just sitting here. Why?
1: I'm getting a lot of knocks.
0: Knocks? I click. ain't
1: moved. Well, just don't move. Now you're, yeah, don't move now. It's perfect. <laughs> Big episode. Is this, is, this,
0: is this good for you, sweetie? Are we good?
1: Yeah, just try not to cough. I don't want to go back. Oh, I got no coughing today. No coughing. Thank God. Um... So we got a lot going on today, because last week we had a big interview, Rob Yates, uh, with We Get Outdoors, awesome company, go check out the interview, check out the website, a lot of cool stuff, we talk about this new thing he's got, it's like a, I think it's like a follow along thing online with activities to do with your kids, you can send it to us and then we'll start, you know, reaching out to you guys, it'll be awesome. On today's episode, what I want to talk about, so it's been a while, it feels like it's been forever since you we know, we've given updates on our kids, your kids are probably in high school by now, my kids graduated, <laughs> all these things, uh, the golf trip, we're still alive, and then we're also going to talk about daycares, we had this great conversation on the way home from the golf trip about daycares, and it wasn't until the end of the conversation, that I was like, we totally should have just fucking recorded that. And called it an episode. So give me your three weeks. Three weeks kid updates. Don't take twenty minutes, but give me hit me the hit me in the high points. What's going on? Um
0: honestly it's the same old, same old. The only thing with cash is he is one hundred percent in a testing phase right now. And he's I mean, just the look on his face when he does something is just you know one hundred per one hundred percent for a fact that he he did it on purpose to see the reaction that he's gonna get out of out of you. And it's testing the both of us <clears throat> to the highest level. And like tonight in bath, I think Sarah told him to drain the water five times and not to splash and she had gotten Remy out of the bath and was her back turned to the tub and I had just gotten to the doorway and I kid you not, I watched him literally purposely just take the water from the tub and like scoop it out onto her back twice as fast as he could. And as soon as Sarah went to turn around, he was waiting to say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And that's always, as soon as he does something, he doesn't even allow us to get a reaction. He sees it going to happen and goes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So it's 100% just a flat. Let's see what happens. Let's see what I can get away with and go from there.
1: Can I offer up just a, a little light drowning maybe? <laughs> I like just the a full little, on, just a little, like a dunking. Let's go with a dunking.
0: Just a quick dunk.
1: Yeah, uncomfortable, an uncomfortable dunking. I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed. Well, he's not. he's not so much testing – He's testing to see if you're going to do something.
0: 100%. Are you doing nope.
1: something? Are you are you playing him? Are you
0: playing him psychologically? I am try- I do. If he's playing you
1: psychologically. That's Sarah, smacked his, Sarah
0: smacked the hell out of his leg. No, I'm sorry. She did not beat her child. I promise. She did not. I take that back.
1: <laughs> beat him. We support beating. <laughs> we support off. beating
0: that Ass.
1: Listen, you can you can beat the shit out of your kids. I think as long as you're communicating with your kids why you're doing it, and you have a good reason for it, that's all I'm gonna say. It's as simple Absolutely. as that. Like my parents beat the shit out of me, but like a I deserved it. Like there's no way you could have sat down and said Chad, you, like you couldn't talk me through. it. I needed beating, but it was describing. Me. Sorry, go on.
0: Yeah, that's that's really it. Honestly,
1: I mean, besides.
0: Besides, he's uh, he's out of school for the summer. We've got a babysitter that comes over three days a week, and she's awesome. Watches both kids for about four hour four and a half, five hours a day. Um, she takes him to the park. Um, the pool at the country club is open, so she'll take him swimming as well. So, it's it's a, has, it's a good it's a good deal.
1: Has that changed up your schedule any, or does her coming in for those four hours? kind of just keep you guys the same
0: keeps us the same you know just allows us to to get more work done to be honest with you and that's really the main reason we got it because when we didn't have the, the babysitter it was a fight for who's going to get their work done and who's not right. you know what i mean it's like well why is your why is your work come first and mine doesn't why do i have to uh, stay here with the kids or you know shut my laptop and do my work at nine o'clock at night once the kids are finally asleep compared to you getting to do it during the day, which I mean, the, there's no complaint. I mean, I, I, I get it. Absolutely. But somebody's got to, you know, bite the bullet. So with this babysitter, it's been awesome.
1: So. Other than not, another, thing. <laughs> another thing I haven't thought about, which I just thought about was like, school getting out daycares kind of run the same system some daycares actually take a summer off and I'm like damn that kind of puts you in a bind
0: yeah so the so cash and Remy's daycare well Remy's not there yet well it's a preschool Remy will start in August when cash goes back but they follow the Franklin lapel community school calendar so they're off on the same spring break the fall breaks Christmas Thanksgiving and summer so and then they try to follow i think the uh the same kind of like spirit week or whatever where like one day they wear this type of thing and and so on so you got three to you know five-year-olds dressing up in funny outfits following the, the school's schedule
1: i got some questions but i'm gonna pin those since this is daycare related we're going to get to that subject later on we'll really dive into it but you're definitely raising some stuff in my mind i'm hoping i remember later what was that what was it oh okay like nap schedules don't talk about it but think about it remember me asking that and we're going to talk about it later got it okay next update anything else no that's it uh had a
0: great memorial weekend with the kids and the family uh put my dad's on little chapman lake um camping for the long long weekend had a great time about it took cash fishing he absolutely loved it Remy didn't Great. have the 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 patience or wherewithal for it, so which comes with the territory. But, was that the
1: first fishing experience for Cash?
0: Um, it was the second one, but he was so young, he doesn't I mean, he remembers no part of it, but this time he would. He actually caught a fish on his own, reeled it in from a, a far distance, and he was pretty ecstatic about it.
1: Did you cry? As
0: as so was I.
1: I mean couldn't, it's okay if you cry.
0: I, I couldn't couldn't have got Sarah couldn't get Sarah over to take a photo fast enough.
1: It's like I'll cry with you. Exactly. <laughs> I can't imagine that moment in my life. Oh man. So all right. What about you? Weeks. I'm gonna say there's probably a lot more going on in my life just because my kid's growing at a substantial rate, basically. But all right, what do we got? We got three weeks. What's my kid doing? Uh Today she sneezed, farted during a bottle, and sprayed shit. I thought she blew a hole in my leg. I'm not gonna lie, it was it was a doozy. I mean, that's not the basis of. Uh, also, today, which is like today, was a two nap day instead of a three napper. Oh, which it wasn't even planned. We kind of fell into it. She slept really good this morning. Uh, she woke up at five for feeding. We did a feeding and laid her back down because we didn't want to get up at five. And she went hard until like eight. I had to wake her up at 8.15. And then we've been trying to do her for like two and a half hours. She took long nap. She's been taking super long naps having to wake her up. So stuff like that. Uh, had a good Memorial weekend. We did a lot. And I think it was a lot for her because, I mean, like Sunday night and then Monday and even like yesterday, You could just tell through her sleeping and everything like that, like she was exhausted because Friday, Friday, we got up early. We went over to my parents' house. We had a cookout, literally left from there. And then we went and got professional pictures done, which turned out fucking awesome. I saw a preview. They're amazing. Lacey Holder's the best, just saying. Um, And then, so then we come home. We go to bed right after the pictures. I mean, wake up the next morning, head to Brazil, Indiana, um, for you know, two-hour drive. We get down there. We were there all day. We had her outside, so you know that's making her tired. And I mean, it wore her up. out. She had a lot of fun. She got to meet a lot of family that we haven't seen, you know, with COVID and everything. Um, my uh, my wife's uncle Bobby, um, who you know he's not in the greatest health. So you know, it's kind of like trying to get time with him and spend as much time as we can. So that was cool. Uh, on a side note, this is the year of the cicada. And so I guess so it's every 17 years uh, when it was here last. I don't remember it. And by the way, I'm standing outside right now. The cicadas are not here. I was at my in-laws. It's, it's unbelievable. It's just insane how many cicadas like literally they're the loudest fucking. It's, I don't know. I can't explain it. It's, it I, saw I, some was
0: fo- I saw some photos of some outrageous amounts of them like at the base of
1: uh, certain trees. So. Yeah, and that was that was like my in-laws. They had these trees, and they were just everywhere. And it was like I, – like, I thought my wife was just being hey, Are you are you,
0: are you in the garage right now? Yeah, I am. That, you bird's,
1: bird. that bird's getting after it, huh? Yeah, I want to give some people the nature. So <laughs> that was another bird, possibly my butt. I'm going to have to start editing. I'm sorry, guys. Maybe, we, <laughs> maybe we'll up our recording methods. Due to, you know, getting into our 50th episode. If we go to 50 episodes and we're still doing, you know, pretty solid. I will invest in microphones and we will sit together in Nate's basement and do it. 50 episodes. That would be awesome. So that is, we'll do the microphone, headphones, whatever we got to do. It'll be legit. I'm not going to edit until we... Maybe if this starts like making money and we can pay somebody. But other than absolutely, what else in the last three weeks has occurred? Um, Eating a lot of food, which she's already been doing, but she eats everything, so that's good. Just haven't had. I can't say we've had. Trying to crawl, not really doing it too well, but she's getting there. She'll be six months. She'll be half a year old in like two weeks. It'll be like two weeks that's pretty intense i guess i kept a, i've kept a human alive for six months well almost six months so i guess that's i think that's it i hope that's the milestones we ha- oh she got in the pool yeah we put her in the pool she had fun with that so that was a thing and that was about so, it that's, that's, that's like water she did she loved it she's always loved bath time and um so we got her in and she liked just kind of hanging out. And then I think we got a little intense because we had all these things like apparatuses and shit to put her in. And we were just like, oh, try this, try that, the other. And she was probably like, what the fuck? But no, like she was super chill. And then when we had her in the stuff, she wasn't really liking it. But I guess, if you know, if you have a life jacket stuck around your face, it's not that great for the first time. So, but she was cool and she had fun. So we're happy about that. And yeah. So life's moving on yeah we're gonna we're going to oklahoma in two weeks so that'll be another great big story so we'll get to that that trip oh
0: that's the family uh reunion ship
1: yeah that'll be my mom's so we'll see staying in the camper my wife stresses me out she stresses out about everything like how are we gonna do this that and the other and it's really not that it's simple but yeah you know, yeah it's not that deep that's really we'll awesome. get it'll be fine We'll just literally travel as we go, and it'll be chill. So that's cool. And that's uh, yeah, that's the update for me. So made it back from the golf trip. Had a, <laughs> had a great time. Three
0: how, weeks. Much, how, how much of the golf trip are we going to uh, talk about?
1: Well, I mean, there's not – I mean, you make it sound like there's a lot of things that we shouldn't talk about. <laughs> like, there wasn't nothing happened that we are keeping secrets from.
0: No, it's yeah,
1: 100%. I just want to let that be known, Rachel, when you listen to this podcast because my wife does listen to this podcast and all of her friends. So, that, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, what I remember, I remember a lot of it. Remember a lot of vodka, I remember a lot of golf, I remember a lot of good times. A lot of vodka is what I was getting at about a gallon and a half. Oh, I, I felt great. I never I've, felt o-
0: I've I've honestly told so many stories.
1: <laughs> I've never felt I'm better in my
0: life. I've told so many stories.
1: It's the it's the the greatest. I'll tell you
0: what. I, to put it in perspective, Chad by himself probably spent enough money on Tito's and drank enough Tito's to keep Tito's active for a quarter of a year.
1: Technically, I only spent sixty dollars. You there don't have counts. I'm, I'm, exagger-
0: I'm exaggerating. I'm just letting everybody have a true understanding of how much
1: vodka was consumed by your big ass. It was a half gallon a day. It was awesome. I've let's never. Not, been...
0: Let's not even talk about the first one. On the first morning, at what time you
1: started? Six. Was it six?
0: No, it was like five thirty in the morning.
1: Oh yeah, we did the first shot in the truck. <laughs> Let's talk, you know, let's take a second to, you know, move from a dad podcast to drinking podcast. So I have friends that drink vodka, okay, they only drink vodka, and they only do like shots, okay, and you're like, well, that's crazy. But see, you only think of it in the perspective of a shot, like you're like, shots, 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 shots. But think about it, if you were to slow it down and really pace yourself with shots, then you could drink it just like you do beer. And a you don't consume all the calories. I think well you're getting sugar and stuff. Okay, but I started that morning and I I put a timer on my phone every 20 minutes. So I took a shot every 20 minutes while I was in the car riding to the trip. Was riding. I don't know who was driving. I will not narc on anyone. So I was in an anonymous vehicle and then and I was drinking with Gatorade and then I just took shots like every hole. Or as I felt like it. And then when I woke up the next morning, water, rain, energy drink, vodka again. It's possible, people. You let just me, have let, to learn. Let me, how-
0: let me add something here for a second, if you don't mind. I think there's truly something to the the Gatorade aspect of the, the day drinking. I mean, never, never, yeah, exactly, never at any point in that day Even when you started at 5.30 in the morning, were you never not drinking Gatorade and replenishing your body of what it needs to stay hydrated? And I truly think there was no hangover because you – I mean, be honest. Did you give anybody any shots out of that that bottle at all?
1: The first day, no. I gave a couple like throughout, but that was it.
0: So the first day, he hands down 100% drank that handle of vodka by himself, drop after drop, and no hangover. Mind you, he was up at 6, 6.30 in the morning, rushing into my room, asking if he can take my truck to go to McDonald's and get sandwiches for everybody. Hands down, what a bro, first of all. Bro.
1: I did sleep early, so I do want everybody to know that this
0: you did go to bed that, at nine what, nine thirty?
1: It was probably like ten or eleven. But I wasn't out late. I didn't really have the intention of being out late. It's hard to day drink and then stay out late and then plan to wake up the next morning and day drink. So that was that was something I didn't do, but like I didn't get to hang out with everybody at the bar. But I was totally fine with that because I was so fucked up at that point I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, breakfast sandwich for the boys was
0: awesome. Literally, I had two breakfast sandwiches by my head as soon as I woke up in the morning. And I mealed them. They were gone in five seconds. I was up, took a shower, packed the cooler, went and got a golf cart because it's only, what, 150 yards away from the clubhouse from the condos we were at. And it was was on. It was on. But I think going forward, I think I am on – the bandwagon of drinking Gatorades
1: while I'm taking shots or drinking period. Well, definitely in an active situation, because if you're playing golf, it's going to be hard to maintain drinking a beer because it's like, well, you know, you got you got to hold the beer. Whereas when I take a shot, I drink a beer. That was, I mean, that's what we've always been taught was. <clears throat> yeah. A shot of vodka was the equivalent to. A whole beer. So every time I did a shot, I drank a beer, and I didn't have to worry about it. It's it's genius. It's fucking genius. I know you you can tell me
0: any if any of our listeners out there have anything to weigh in on this. And you know, when we post it, leave a comment or you know request to be on the next next podcast, and let's talk about it because I think it's it just in my opinion sounds genius. Not Probably. like Chad. Not like Chad's invented this thing. I mean, I've seen people do it, but I've never really truly seen it be done at that level. And somebody to wake up every morning that early with no hangover and still be able to just
1: get after it 100% the next day. I'm doing it again this weekend. I it's get to I, leave, I leave tomorrow for Dale Hollow for a bachelor's trip. I don't know if I'm gonna do vodka. I might do beer just for the sake of beer, but I might do vodka. Hmm. Now that you've talked me up so much, I might just do vodka again.
0: Do it, and then we'll we'll, we'll talk about it again and see if you have the same outcome.
1: I just got buy bottle. Awesome. And you save another thing is you save a lot of money. All you dads going to the golf trip, going on your golf trips, you gotta buy a bunch of shots from the shots girl. If you're already doing shots. The shots girls don't intrigue you with shots. Money saved. You never go to the bar because you're too drunk. Money saved. The only money you're spending is for breakfast for the boys. 20 breakfast sandwiches at freaking there were two for three. So it's what? Three? So it's like twenty bucks, thirty dollars, whatever. Thirty dollars for breakfast, and that's all the money you're spending. Sixty dollars for vodka. I drank Body Armor on the last day, so whatever you have in your energy drinks, it's a cheap quality. It might be tough on your liver. I don't know the long-term effects as far as uh, medical go, so don't don't quote me there. But that was awesome.
0: But long story short, <laughs> golf trip was awesome. The weather was phenomenal. Jason had a great time. He was kind of blown away. I think I downplayed the course a little bit. I wasn't sure, you know. He asked me like three days before we left. He said, "If you had to compare the course to to a course here in town, what would it be?" And I was like Meadowbrook,
1: right? But with a lot of hills.
0: But with a lot of hills, because you're down in Kentucky, and you know, we literally got there, and he's like, "Bro, this is way better than
1: Meadowbrook. What are you talking about?" Like, bro, that's my course,
0: man. Oh, oh, I'm, not do- I'm not dogging on you know, I don't think he was. He was just. He was just. I think blown away at the 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 course itself and how it played and how it looked. And, and now, mind you, the the weather was beautiful. They had done a lot of things to the course since last year. You know, especially the the cedar fencing that they put around some of the 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 cart paths. But I think all in all of course the weather you know just the camaraderie i think it was a great
1: time unbelievable great trip and there was plenty of uh baby picture showing actually after-
0: you know what there was there was a lot of bragging on your on everybody's family.
1: a lot of dads it's yeah. like oh check out my kids see what my kids are doing. it was fun i was <laughs> i was a little, I was a little upset why were sarah, you
0: upset sarah took the kids to um to the zoo
1: Oh yeah, you told me that. And Remy,
0: Remy fed the the draft out of her hand. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie. That was definitely something that I would have loved to have been a part of, but didn't get to. But hey, I was on a golf trip. She had to do something with the babies, and
1: it was a great opportunity. So yeah. you take her to feed a shark. Just one up. There you go. <laughs> Wait till Sarah leaves and be like, "We're going to feed some sharks." Boom. Deal one up great golf trip. We're still alive. I'm doing it again this weekend. My wife's gonna kill me. I feel like a terrible dad because I've just taken trip after trip, but it's not my fault. I didn't plan them, that's just how they feel. So we'll see if I make it back from Dale Hollow. Should be fun though. Okay, moving on to our main topic of the day talk about daycares uh i'll tell my situation you can tell your situation and then we can discuss kind of like we talked on the way home my daycare situation on monday i have a girl watch her at our home tuesday and wednesday my mother-in-law comes over and stays with us and watches her and then thursday we have another girl that um i take her to a good friend of rachel's she's uh She works on the weekends, but she's at home during the week. She has two younger boys who they love my daughter. We get pictures all the time. They're a blast. So basically, we do everything, like, non-legitimate. We just have, you know, friends and family. You know, we give a little money, kind of stuff like that. So that's what I do for daycare. Nate, you can tell them what you do.
0: So like I touched on a little bit earlier is, Cash and Remy go to the same preschool. It, it's a church in Lapel that follows the Franklin Pell Community School schedule. You know, they're off on the same summer time. You know, they have the same fall break, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and spring break. Uh, <clears throat> Cash was in a two-year-old class, even though he had turned three and was three most of the year. He just had started a little late. Remy will start a, just about a month early, but... <clears throat> It's pretty awesome. I mean, there's two girls per per class, and I think it goes all the way up to five-year-olds, so you get a two, three, and then I think like four and five-year-olds are the same. They treat it pretty much just like at home. The sleep schedule's the same. They all go to sleep at around 1, 1.30. Um, it is mandatory. Um, the only thing they don't do is pack lunches or, or feed them. We pack a lunch for Cash every morning. He is there all day from 8.30 to 4 every single day. And we tried to do that with Remy with somebody earlier in the year but i don't know man it was weird there was we were so picky with my daughter and i wasn't i wasn't comfortable with it even though i think it was a it was a fine place that she could have went i just i don't know just something that i wasn't wasn't happy with so we kept her home but uh, like i said she'll start on, on in august but i i think it's great for the kids to get there to be around another other people that I think are, are going to tell them what to do, how to do something. And I, myself, am huge on respect. Respect, in society, in my opinion, is huge. If I want to see how my son and my daughter are going to respect others outside of my house, because I demand it here... But that doesn't mean I know how they they're gonna treat others outside if I'm not around. So, Cash, a couple times there was a there was a few here and there that there were issues where he would tell him no and he would throw a fit. But all in all, it, he was actually okay, which tells tells me that Sarah and I are doing at least something right. You know, obviously when he's in 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 our home under our roof, he's a shit show because I think it's mom and dad, and I think that's we're probably not the only ones that deal with that. But as long as he's outside of our house and in front of other people and with other people, he shows them respect and listens to them. Thumbs up to to Sarah and I, in my
1: opinion. So So Basically, we're trying to teach kids how to learn authority outside of our own. Yep, absolutely. I think daycare does that a lot. Um, See, I don't use daycare, but I think I can co- I do that from a different angle by having, you know, I've got three different people. One of them are grandparents, but two of them are just separate adults. I understand at a young age that it's not as relevant, but that'll move forward as she gets older. But, you know, interacting, big thing with daycare, social interactions, which, you know, starting off at an early age, which I think is great for my daughter going to that woman's house with the two kids. Um, So, yeah. And then I think, you know, with daycares, you have... I think i'm just knocking off com- pros uh you have like a like um a curriculum like they're following things your kids are learning things along the signs like you know blocks shapes colors, stuff like that you can do it at home you just have to think about it you know as long as luxury for me my mother-in-law is a retired teacher so i mean this is right up her alley. She loves it, and she does it. I mean, she's already – she has all that. She brings books every time, callers, numbers, stuff like that, just things to interact with her for that. But I think, you know, the biggest thing I want to delve into is this fucking crock of shit that we call daycare systems. No offense to the daycares themselves. I think it's mainly the support. It's because, I mean, some of them are so fucking expensive, first of all. Uh, and if they're not expensive and they're good, they're hard to get into, you know, sometimes you can't get into them because only there's so wait, many people.
0: there's a wait list of 20 people.
1: Right. And, it's into. Like, <clears throat> and then you have, you know, then you have your cheap daycares that aren't good. So it's like, I, I don't know, like I've been thinking about it ever since we talked about it. And it's like, honestly, so you like, we have like schools. We have school systems that are they're literally supported by the government, oh. but like, but like like your preschool stuff. But that doesn't start until what a certain age, right? There's well, like...
0: I mean, I guess I guess Cash, what he was where he was at a preschool, but they had a day daycare aspect of it for the younger kids. So next year, I'm pretty sure he will be in the true preschool. But I don't think they they didn't treat those kids any different than the preschool kids. I mean, they were, I'm not saying they had a curriculum, but they, you know, they were learning their numbers. They were learning their letters. They were doing kid activities. There was a game plan, I think every week based on, you know, you know what they learned the the, the week before and what letter or number that was next and how they were going to, you know, attack teaching these two and three year olds numbers and, and letters and so on. So, I mean, there's no difference in my opinion, but when it comes to the the money situation i've had so many people that i've known talk about how with for three kids it was like $2,000 a month in some places and i'm like how do you even survive that i mean why would why would why wouldn't one, just one spouse just go ahead and quit working and just be a stay at home mom at that point
1: which i see a lot
0: yeah, yeah absolutely I mean, why why work your ass off to just <laughs> all you're doing is giving your entire paycheck
1: away to a to a daycare? And I think that, that kind weird. of sucks.
0: I and think that like makes no cool sense.
1: It. Like I'm cool with it. Okay, if a you know a parent quits their job to take care of their kid, I totally understand that. But in this abstract of trying to like side with the parent here, like, what if you just love your job? I mean, I know you're going to choose your kid every time. I would too. And it, it just makes more sense cost wise. Like you said, why work your ass off when you're just going to hand that paycheck to somebody versus just staying home and raising your kid. But it's like, you shouldn't have to make that decision. I think that there's just like literally the, the daycare system is like, I mean, honestly, if you, I, I know people don't, if you're, I know young people, if you're looking for a career, look into fucking daycares. Cause They're A, hard to find is their quality. If you're a good daycare, you'll fill up right away. Boom. Babies are always coming. They're coming out way more than they should be. And you can charge whatever the fuck you want, basically. Yeah, but let's
0: be honest. Having a daycare, I mean, think about – look, I love being a father. You know, I I can say that loosely. Sarah does a lot of the the kid stuff around the house, and, you know, I'm grateful for that. But I still, as a father, still do quite a bit. But – it takes a special individual to handle that amount of kids at one time all day,
1: especially, oh,
0: ones got... that, especially ones that aren't yours. Uh, I
1: mean, yeah, I'm like, I'm, sure. I'm,
0: I mean, I, I, mean, how do you put a number on what, on, on how much you would accept to, to do that career? You know, I don't, I don't know if I could.
1: You know what I mean?
0: I mean, what, what's that number for you? I mean, could
1: you could you throw a number out there? Like what I'm charging to take care of someone else's kid? Correct. Per kid? Per kid. Per week. Tell I me mean, I honestly.
0: The, I, I think the average right now is like $30 a day, maybe.
1: It's really like 150 per kid. How many kids can I take in?
0: I think there's a state. I think there's a stipulation on, on the state something like six or seven per uh, guardian or teacher or whatever they call them.
1: If I'm doing six at one hundred and fifty. That's nine hundred bucks a week. Minus, yeah, that's that's cheap. That's, that's what like... I'm get,
0: that, that's what I'm getting at. I mean, I mean, if you do the math, let's do the math here. I'm just sit at my desk on my computer.
1: Oh gosh! calculator.
0: Gonna... Hold on. So, so if you got 150 a week, and you said let's just call it what six kids times six, you said 900. So we'll just take that and times 52 weeks. That's forty six thousand dollars to watch kids every single day.
1: Yeah, but that's it... not straight profit because then you have no, to no. You, you got to let... talk
0: about feeding electricity. Um. Always, so yeah there's so much more in, in involved in that and and to be honest with you that's it's more than an 8-hour workday too if i'm not mistaken because some of these parents have to drop their kids off at like 6:30 and then they don't they don't pick them up until like 5
1: we're only doing 8 at the Cobalt daycare Sorry.
0: no absolutely but I mean, in my opinion, to only make – what? Let's just be conservative here. Let's just talk, knock off 15% of that number. So what? You're literally making $30,000, $35,000 a year to watch six, six kids that are somebody else's children for eight hours every day, Monday through Friday?
1: Are I doing get that? it. Are you do that? I'm not doing that. I'm That's not I'm saying, saying that other people. It, should, I, I, it, don't, it, it I don't. It takes a
0: special. That. I'm saying it takes a special kind of person to do that, in my opinion. I mean, I think they're. I think, yeah, they're they're fucking special. I mean, I don't know.
1: There's something wrong with them. They're they're fucking definitely out there. My problem, my issue here is with the the divide between child care and people and the system because it's like okay when our kids go to public school we don't have to pay for that you know we don't pay for public school we pay for it with taxes correct Yeah. i but, think but how, that
0: how do you how do you i'm not to try to interrupt you but how how or how, how can you regulate that i mean there's already some type of regulation but how can that person run it like a school and get subsidies from the government to to run the daycare.
1: It looks like a school. It's like a school. Like that's exactly why, like how it is a school. They just do it in a smaller version. Like there's like my sister and brother-in-law took their took my nephew to a place over in Yorktown. That was basically, it was like a school. It was a little school for little people. And like you moved up in the different classrooms. Uh, I mean, and this is all before, you know, you're even three. Like he was moving classrooms, you know, based so, off of months. So you're years. saying this
0: does exist?
1: It does, but it's still a private sector, and it still costs them an arm and a leg. Like I think they're just—I don't know, maybe so not. But I think I think there should be help.
0: You're you're, you're not you're you're not saying necessarily that it doesn't exist, but there's no government involvement with any type type of subsidy to help them out.
1: To help to the love, parents out. Like to, 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 lower,
0: to, to lower the cost.
1: Right. It's just like we just have to fend for ourselves until they're five fucking years old. And I'm like, damn, dude. And this shit is expensive. Like kids are like it, the bills you get just from having your kid with insurance are ridiculous. Be ready for that, people. <laughs> uh, honestly, have your kid out of wedlock. And just say you're a single parent. Because I imagine they'll probably help you out a lot more. Plus, I think you get like, you get opportunity for grants and shit through high school. I may be wrong, but I think that that
0: honestly. No, I think, I think there's, I think there's something to say about that.
1: I'm just saying, like, it's not. but
0: But the American way is to, you know, well, it used to be, I don't know. And I don't want to go off on a tangent, but to be married and, you know, raise children together as a whole.
1: I get it, have, man. I'm and not like, have a broken. Yeah. It's just like, well, there's just so much. I mean, in the divide, even includes like work because it's like, all right, work is like, okay, you got to do everything. Like my wife had to, like, she didn't get three months, she had to earn, you know? It was like she had to save up. She, she could take disability. But that didn't cover everything, and then she covered the rest with vacation, her vacation days. Which I get it, yes, but then I don't get it. Like, I mean, I get it, and I'm not I, like I said, I'm, like you said, just, you know, politically. Like over in Europe, they're doing like, oh, you take a year off for your fucking kids. I was, like I was, was getting,
0: I was getting ready to mention that. So we were on a, we were down in Mexico, and we met uh, this couple down there, and you know, we ended up uh, staying in touch through you know social media and whatnot, and they ended up having a baby. It is mandatory that the mother and father get a year off paid FMLA. The employer is on the hook by law. And correct me if I'm wrong, anybody out there that's listening to it, but I am pretty sure that they get 12 months paid to be a mother and a father before they have to go
1: back to work. That
0: is gold, in my
1: opinion. And I think, um, now, okay, there's probably a lot of other, you know, maybe possible freedoms that they're giving up for these situations. Possibly. You know, I'm not, possibly. but I, And I'm not even saying, like, we need that. I'm just saying, like, w- there should be an understanding, like, you know, luckily with my job, so I work with my father. We run a construction company. It's the two of us. I have a flexible schedule. If I need to take a day off, say to watch my kid if one of the four women, four ladies that we have, they have something else. They got lives, they've got jobs, stuff like that. If I have to take a day off, I can, but I know that some people, you know, like your job just does like, hey man, is there a chance I can take this day off to take care of my kid? So you got a sick kid in school, you want to stay home with them, or stuff like that. And I think there should be a leniency there. And also, you know, even in these younger days. Of, like, being more flexible, which, I, I i mean, I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot to unpack. It's a lot to unpack, man. It's deep. 100%. Daycare, this is, this is, you know, this is probably one of the biggest, like, issues that you'll never think of. Like, you just automatically think you're like, daycare? Nah, there's a million of them. You know, it's like, no matter what, we can get our kid in somewhere. We never found a daycare. Literally never found a daycare, within. Like I think we found, we found one woman, and it was like, well, and the other thing with daycares is like, okay, we get pregnant, we got ten months. Now you find out probably a month in, so then you got the nine after that. You're actually pregnant for ten months. Everybody just adds up. So if you have sex, <laughs> if you have sex on Valentine's Day yeah. and you're a deer hunter, your kid's not coming out to December, so you're good. Okay, just wanted to cover that little joke. Um. But, uh, no, what was I saying? Oh, so we took, like, literally as soon as we found out we were pregnant, like, my wife was on top of it. Like, super. And, like, she called a girl, and one girl was like, oh, I have a spot opening. But it's like if somebody else calls her with a kid already in hand, she's going to take that kid. That's, not, that's nothing against her. But, like, she can't wait 10 months and be out money. So it's basically just, like, you kind of got to wait until you have the kid and then find an opening spot then. And then, I mean, good luck with that. But then you got to add in all these other elements as far as, you know, location from work to home. Is it convenient? Uh, another big thing that you were talking about, does it line up with like your beliefs as far as raising your kids? You know, are they going to follow the same system? Um, like, like the way that we run, we run a really tight schedule. So if we had a daycare, I'd be like, Hey, this is how we do it. Is that daycare going to follow along? Or are they just going to be like, no, nah, this is how we do it. We're going to run like this. So you kind of have all these different elements. And I, it's think,
0: like... I think. Yeah, I think that's one of the hardest things to 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 swallow is say, I'm now going to, now look, Sarah and I again, and I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. We are blessed. We both get to work from home, but it is important that your wow. child gets other type of individuals teaching them and you know telling them what to do, but. <clears throat> not everybody's the same. So the person you're putting them with on a daily basis, they have their own beliefs and you can't, as a parent say, you're not going to do this with my child or teach them how to do it this way or, or whatever. You have to trust that it's, they've got your, your kids or your, your child's best interest at heart. And that's all you can do honestly. And it would, it would be hard to swallow if you found out that, wait, what? You're teaching my son this or my daughter this? And it goes 100% against what you believe in or, or how you would go about a certain situation? I mean, you're either going to say, well, we can't do anything about it because we have to keep them in this because we need the help because we both work full time. Or you got to bite the bullet and say, we're going to remove him or her and go find
1: another one. I mean, it's tough. Yeah, and I think because I think you know a lot of people are going to sit there and be like, well, "But Nate, there's they can't be be teaching that many things." But it's like I think that it's like little quirks because it's like all right, every daycare is going to be like the same curriculum, you know? Teach them how to see what a square and a triangle is, a collar and stuff like that. And that's not the stuff we're talking about. I think the stuff that we need to talk about is like sleep schedule. discipline, discipline, sleep schedule, stuff like that, uh, interactions, and things like. And it's like, all right, well, they may not seem like really big right now, but that is going to be big because say, all right, my kid goes to daycare and they have uh, the person is being authority this way, teaching them uh, respect this way and doing something this way. And then you come home and you're on a you're on a completely different time schedule. So, I mean, it's not like you it's not like you guys believe in different things to where it's like you guys are against each other. But it's like you guys are you, – you're almost confusing your kid because you're not on the same page.
0: Well, I don't so need a daycare mom and daddy, so why do I need to do it at home?
1: Exactly. First
0: there,
1: 100%. It's just crazy. And it's like – so, I mean, honestly, if I can say anything like – and it's like – because like I said, all right, listen, as soon as you – like I'm going to tell you right now, as soon as you find out you're pregnant, you need to go find at the minimum four daycares that will work for you.
0: Yep, you need to go put your name on the schedule or in the line of, you know, possible kids being yeah. accepted
1: into it. Because, because it is hard. It is hard. Because some of your daycares are going to – you're going to take a kid that's already born right off the bat. So it's like you mm-hmm. can get your name on a wait list, but if somebody shows up with a kid in hand, that's money in their pocket and they got to take it. Like you said, they're not making money. They can't make money on a kid that's not there. So that's not on, that's not on them. So mm-hmm. honestly, you have to have multiple options – and those, and you have to make sure you're sitting down with these daycares and like you're like seeing what they're doing and don't force them to change their ways. if they're doing stuff a certain way go find something like it doesn't line up with you that's fine yeah, if you, go find something else yeah, yeah, you can talk to them try to figure it out but I'm just like just be ready for that because that is a big that was probably I would say probably one of our biggest stress mainly it was, it was my wife's biggest stress I was more freelance with it but you know
0: no, it's a big it,
1: thing. It, it's, it's
0: a big step because it, just like not everybody's the same, you and your wife or girlfriend or whatever are not the same on certain beliefs. So if one likes that daycare and the other one doesn't, just be prepared that there's going to be a little bit of confrontation between the two of you. Yeah, you're going to have to talk it out. And just t- yeah, take a breath and know that it's just it's going to happen and it's it's just a, a moment in time that will will surpass but just be patient with each other and know that it's normal and that as long as you you, like i said stay patient you'll end up finding something that that works for the both of you and
1: compromise and look into alternative options i thought it was crazy my mother-in-law coming here two days a week now i'm like thank god works for me you know you'll just find out because i mean it it works if it works for you if it doesn't it doesn't uh i think another thing would be like i think this pandemic has a lot done a lot of good for a lot of people in their jobs finding out that we can be productive from home 100 percent. so i think that you know whether or not you like COVID or believe in it i think it was if you want to say what good came from it i believe it was Companies realizing that their employees can still be productive from home and that we can do a lot more things remotely. And I think that that's going to help put you, you know, you could watch your kids say maybe, you know, or have like a a babysitter present. And it's kind of like you're watching them sometime, the babysitter's there, but it's like you're still kind of, you know, you still got hands in the pot.
0: That's Sarah and I's uh, situation currently. I mean, Cash, I was down like today. I'm downstairs taking, you know, calls and I'm doing a couple things for work. And I can hear Aspen up there getting like literally just start in on on cash because he's not listening to. Her. <clears throat> and it takes me nothing to, to walk up them steps, the stairs from the basement, open up that door and him just. Oh, shit. That's here. It's not just a babysitter. So, like you said, I still have a hand in the pot. I'm not totally removed, but we have help. And then when I need to step in, I, I'm still there to be able to step in. But to your point about uh, the whole COVID thing, about let's find a positive in this situation, I think you're going to find families are going to be closer, and I think you're going to find kids be more respectful in this generation. I guess you could possibly call the COVID generation because they're so family-oriented because they were around their family for so long, for you know over a year, that I think, you're gonna find a, a change in society towards the respect aspect of things. Kids aren't gonna be so outspoken. They're gonna have more respect for their elders and and you know, people in society. I don't know, maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I think I think family is a big deal
1: for kids growing up. <clears throat> That's so wrong. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You're so full of shit. <laughs> Why do you kids need family? No, hey, believe in whatever higher power you want. Maybe this was. Yeah, a sign of do, you rest not, do you not? Agree, do you not? I mean, do, do you don't think there's any truth to that? Oh, 100% true. I think you know we've been our society's just been moving forward faster, stronger. You know, I mean, you know, technology, social media, everything like that. Family orientation has gotten away from it. You know, I mean, let's think about it. That's in in the most basic term. One thing on top of my mind: family dinners around the table. Literally, that's what I was raised every night. And it's still, and I think that sometimes it still happens, but I think more often than not, it's not as it's not as prevalent. And I think that that I think, you know, maybe this pand- I think this pandemic has forced us to get closer to our families, whether we like yeah. it or not. It's not like we were trying to get away from our families. I think it was just we were blinded by all the shit going on, but we didn't stop and take a minute.
0: And I think kids are going to be better in society and grow up to be better adults because of that. I mean, that's weird that you said the dinner table. Sarah just purchased a, a table about three months ago that we put in the kitchen at the little breakfast nook area by that bay window, and a lot of us been,
1: know. We've literally been... Do I I said we all know. We um, were on
0: Instagram. Everybody has, seen, everybody has seen the Instagram stories. That <laughs> you
1: <had this> <laughs> You're behind, okay? <laughs> everybody but, knows you.
0: But with that being said, we have... Eaten at that table as a family so often now i think it's it's awesome because it was so easy for us to turn a movie or a show on for the kids and we all eat as a family in the living room but the kids are literally just zoned in on this movie as they're eating there's no interaction with mom and dad there's no interaction with your with your uh, brother or sister and i truly think the the family aspect of it's i think it's a big deal And I actually enjoy it. Usually that's a mom type deal, but I actually, myself as a father, I, I look forward to it. I like it.
1: Dude, every day, every night we had a kitchen. There was no TV in it. Like we didn't have that open layout. Our kitchen was separate from everything. Nothing was turned on. There were no cell phones and it was just, you were just sitting there talking with your family. And it's like now, like you don't even think about it. Like, I don't even have a kitchen table at my house. I have an island, but, like, I one day, you know, I will have a kitchen table, and I think that the goal will be, you know, turn off all technology, sit down and talk, even if just for that one hour, you know, because maybe that's only the only hour you get, you know, with parents working hard, coming home, working outside, sitting down for just an hour a day. It's a lot. I mean, huge. know. That's far down. I mean, I mean, it's a little farther down the road for us, but you might as well start now. Get your kids at a young age, eating at the dinner table. You know, you want them to realize this is where it is. Yep. Fucking daycares, man, right? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. Dad's out there. You guys are probably knowing the struggle. You know, think about some alternative options. You know, maybe a different job. Say you're not in the job you want. Say you're not, like, you know, some people aren't attached to their jobs. They're just like, you know, I just work for the paycheck. You know, that's cool. I don't care. But, you know, maybe there's a job out there that allow you to do that for the same amount of money to work from home. Or maybe you could take a little bit of a pay cut. But guess what? You could be safe. Saving- <laughs>
0: Excuse me. Damn, dude.
1: We almost made a second episode. I almost. Knew- I
0: had. That sneeze snuck up on me. I couldn't help, I couldn't handle it. Sorry about that.
1: I can't hear. I can't, can't hear anything. Well, see, now.
0: hey, see, once we, get to that, once we get to that fiftieth episode, I'll be able to have a button on a microphone to mute my microphone for those things.
1: No, I'll, I'll be three feet away from you, so I can slap shit out of you when I see you about. <laughs> like as soon as you start to <laughs> rear back. I'll be- hit you so fucking hard you'll forget you had to sneeze and then it won't happen uh, so you're welcome Mister. hey,
0: hey where we where'd we leave off on that do you remember where you can pick up from what's that before oh I sneezed. shit
1: <laughs> fuck yeah see it totally threw me off my shit i don't even know that like, i honestly <laughs> hey,
0: i don't know hey to, hey to be totally honest with you i knew that you would you were gonna keep going it came on so fast I tried to get my my headphones out of my ear and I was going to throw them across the the floor and then sneeze and then go pick them back up, but
1: I, I didn't get to them in time. It probably would have been a loud thud and then I was like, well, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what the fuck I was saying. I was talking about the dinner table. I think, you we were were
0: ta- I, I think the last thing I heard was something about your mom. <laughs>
1: talking about my mom? No, I definitely wasn't about my mom. Dude, I don't know. I'm out. Yeah, uh-huh. daycare's. No, I was talking about daycares. Oh, like finding a possible different job that maybe will allow you to work from home and possibly, you know, watch your kids. I'm not saying working from home is going to allow you to watch your kids. But working from home might open you up to some more flexibilities. Say, you know, oh, I got a girl that can watch my kids for four hours. Well, maybe you could work for four hours and then you can watch your kids for four hours. If you find a job like that. If not, all I'm saying is make sure, like when it comes to daycare, you really got to think outside the box. Because it's like you know, yeah, you want your kid to get into a good daycare, socialize with other people, work under authority. Well, you can do that in a different way. Like, I mean, I think the biggest issue coming up, like that will be with my daughter, is interactions with other kids. But you know, she does she does get that one one day a week with the girl with two kids. But also, you know, she's got nephews. I mean, she's got cousins. She doesn't have any nephews. She's got cousins, but and I know that we're just gonna get her around other kids. So remember that if you're doing at home daycare, keep your or, make sure your kids are getting social interaction, and
0: to a point with the maybe find a different job, but before you do that, see if your job would allow you to work from home. So you know, like Sarah, Sarah at the one point she just said, "Hey, look, you know, I just had my second child. I really don't want to go back to work. You know, I want to be home with my 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 children." She went to her boss and said, "Hey, look, you know, can I do this from home?" And you know, whenever I need to come in every once in a while for a, you know, a meeting, I will, but can I do this from home?" And he said, "Absolutely." I mean, ask the question. Ask the question. They may you may be surprised and then just give you full reins to to get a computer and and wake up and do your job from home every day. It doesn't I
1: still I ask it every day, but
0: I Still get told. (laughs) I mean, what's it gonna hurt to ask? They're just gonna say no, and you're back to square one. So ask the question. It's not gonna hurt anything. Ask the damn question.
1: Yeah, honestly, at this point, like, yeah, if you're a future dad, if you're a current dad, maybe there's new options. But yeah, daycare is a fucking, it's a shit show, and it's not like anybody's wrong in the situation. The people that work in the daycare, parents, but it's just like there's such a disconnect between everything going on. Because, like, once you get into school, it's like, okay, there's a school bus that comes to get your kid and takes them to school. And there's notes and doctors. And then it's like the work. If you're at work and you're like, I got to pick my kid up from school. And they're like, it's cool. Yeah, we get it. there at school. And that's all together. And the government's involved in that. And then, But it's like when it's daycare, it's just a free-for-all. It's a free-for-all. Let me ask you
0: this. So I'm, I'm removed so far. And I don't even remember because I never asked the questions. So I'm ignorant to the situation. When, when your kid's old enough to go to elementary school or to junior high or middle school or high school, what does it cost out of the the parents' pockets for those kids to attend that school?
1: Well, I mean, public versus private. Private costs more. I'm, than I'm talking college. public. Public. I don't know. I don't think you have to pay anything. I could be wrong. But I thought there was like it was all covered. In taxes. Oh, comment. Right. Yeah, if you listen know, to yeah. this, kids in public school, let us fucking know. Yeah,
0: please, yeah. Uh, how does that work? How Turn does that right. work? Because, because, if do, because if you do the math, you're spending, if if the average is $30 a day and you're the, the family that has to have your child in daycare Monday through Friday every single day, and the average, let's say it is $30, bucks, you are spending $8,000 a year for your child to go to daycare,
1: that's ridiculous. That's a lot of money. that's that's
0: a lot of money.
1: Childcare is is expensive. Let's just say it. Children are expensive. Now there's a way to figure it out. You just got to try. Just got to figure out what works for you. But you know, you might have to dish out some more money. Yeah. Money buys everything. Money buys money. Money does buy happiness. Just a heads up. I think so too it is what it is <laughs> oh god that's enough for this episode cuz yeah i got to poop um uh next week we're going to talk about i don't fucking know cuz i don't think of it until the day of but um yeah i think that was shoot a good some,
0: episode uh, shoot some ideas um, for anybody listening if they if there's if there's a topic that you specifically want some insight on shoot us a message <laughs> on social media ask away um, we're
1: your guys for insight.
0: Absolutely, and if we don't know we're research, and we're going to find out the answers for you. How about that?
1: We'll give you our <laughs> opinion, and that's all
0: that matters. And another shout-out to, uh, to Rob Yates and We Get Outdoors. Go check great him out. Interview. Go check it out. If you have not heard last week's interview, go check it out. What a great guy. Um, again, he is from South Africa. Took the time to sit down with uh, Chad and I and do a do an interview slash podcast and tell you what that'd be that's a dude I'd hang out with dude's got it figured out go check the website oh. out I think it'd be a great thing for uh, if you're a mom and your children or even a dad and their children
1: I think it'll be great and uh, apologies to Rob Nate fucked it up he's from the UK he lives in South Africa
0: okay that means he's from South Africa that's where he no. lives. He's he originated his origin where are you from? is his origin is I asked that and he said where are you from? That, from the UK. He, no, I asked him on the podcast, I said, So where are you from? He said South Africa. I said, Yes, but where are you from? And he said the UK.
1: Yeah, so when everybody said when you said he's from South Africa, everybody probably thought he was born there. I'm just clearing but, it up.
0: But if you ask me
1: where I'm from, I'm gonna say
0: Franklin, Indiana or Anderson. But I originated in Texas.
1: That doesn't count because you didn't fucking live there for longer than like six months. <laughs> I'm
0: just saying,
1: like you fucking every one of you guys. In today's
0: like, in today's world, mark? in today's world, if you ask somebody where they're from, they're going to tell you where they're from, where they're living currently.
1: Mm, whatever. How long were you in Texas? Fuck, I, I have no idea. Not enough exactly to, to remember. It doesn't yeah. matter. <coughs> doesn't matter. You're from Frankton, Indiana. You have to remember where you're from. Yeah, you gotta remember. Go,
0: regardless, go check out Rob Yates at We Get Outdoors. Great guy, great great business plan. Dude's got it figured out. So,
1: yep. Everybody have a great week. Go Rays. Happy quarantine.
0: Um, hold on. Did the Yankees beat them today?
1: I don't they, care. You're still four did. and a half games back.
0: They did yesterday. I think we just uh, got us another one tonight too. So right, no
1: nope. game's not over yet, Bob.
0: All right everybody. Till next week.
1: Right. Peace, love, and hair grease. We love you all. Good night. Bye.